What is up, everybody? We are live. Our first official live episode of our main show here on the channel, a Certain Point of View. Um, I am Jake Berlin, and thank you guys for joining us. As always, we are really, really appreciative of not just our longtime uh, listeners and uh, watchers, but also the new people who may be popping in here on our live episode to check out our show here tonight on a certain point of view. Um, as always, I'm Jake, and I'm joined today by my fellow uh, co-host here. I got Mr. Brian Alvacina right there on the right-hand side of the screen, and Jill Mansolino right there on the bottom. How you? Uh, how you guys doing? Uh, hello, it's great. I'm glad to be here live. It's so exciting. Yeah, yeah. L live is always more fun. Yes, it <laughs> is, and we, we're going to have some interactions for sure uh, from some commenters, I'm, I'm guessing. Um, and we have a really cool show to talk about today, guys. Uh, a lot of stuff happened last week, obviously, um, not just with uh, matches, but also, a little announcement was made for a tournament that may be coming down the road. We're going to discuss that and uh, recap what we watched last week, as well as preview, as we typically do, and make some predictions. Um, but also, we have a special guest here today, um, one who we've, we've been aiming for for a while now. We're finally able to get him on the show, and that is Mr. Ben Goddard. And we are very, very excited hey, to have him on the show. How are you doing, man? Not too bad. How are y'all doing on this lovely Sunday? Good. Hanging. Good. Bad. Yeah. So excited to have you. Yeah, excited to be here. I always love talking Schmodown. Yeah, it's it's uh it's it's definitely a, a common denominator for all of us here. And um, <laughs> yeah, with, with all of our guests, we kind of start the start the interview off or, or the show off with just one single question, and it may be a little different for you just because you're so heavily involved. But what is it about the Schmodown that kind of like just hooks you day in and day out as you know go along this journey about you know first being a part of it and now being a player. Uh, for me, it was, you know, I was always watching movie fights with screen junkies. And then when Christian and Mark went on that, you know, I was like, oh, well, like, I like these guys. They know what they're talking about. So that's how I discovered the Schmodown. And, you know, arguing about movies, or, you know, debating about movies is very subjective. And it was cool seeing, you know, and I love movie fights, but it was cool seeing like, oh, no, there's like a right or wrong answer to a lot of these questions. And, you know, playing along and watching movies a lot like, oh, I could I could do this. And, you know, everyone says that when when they're at home and we've seen a lot of people lately come from the fan leagues or from obscurity like myself and do pretty well, let alone, you know, all the champs we've had in the last year from the fan leagues. Uh, probably three of the best players we have right now with Smets, uh, Chance, and Paul Oyama are from the fan leagues, let alone, you know, Robert Parker's a rookie phenom as well. Um, but just, it's also, I always remember me and Dan were talking about this, just like what really hooked me was like in their three-way belt match, they all got like a question wrong or like two of them got it wrong and they were all just laughing. And this was for a championship. Now, granted, the game has evolved and, you know, there's there's no laughing during matches. Yeah. Unless, unless you, a little bit. And that's the thing, like all my matches have been called by, by Ken, by Mark, and I'm just like, damn it, like I'm trying to be serious up here and, you know, their banter in round one is killing me. But uh, but just kind of that, because like, you know, I am a competitor. I've played sports all my life, so I love that aspect of it. But I do love being able to talk, you know, oh, did you get this right? Did you get that right? And then, you know, when there are funny answers, when there are like, you know, when people write down funny answers, you know, how do you spell cat or something like that? It's great. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Uh, how long have you been watching uh, before you got involved in it? Uh, a few years. I know, like, again, like, I was I was really, really into movie fights, and then I, I was one of those guys, honestly, until probably last year, like, the beginning of 2019, I was the guy that fast-forwarded to the trivia. I like because I'm not a wrestling person. Uh, <laughs> I respect I respect the athleticism, and you know I love the movie Ready to Rumble. And you know back then, like 
you have seen wrestling kind of go hand in hand. I had I had an age where I was super super into it. With UFC, it was you know Chuck Liddell and Forrest uh, Forrest Griffin and Rampage Jackson, and you know the golden age of UFC. And then for wrestling, it was with like Goldberg and you know yeah. early Rock and Stone Cold yes. and you know Kane. Sting. And I know I know a lot of those guys are. I'm still waiting around. for you to say. I'm waiting for you to say Edge. Just saying. <laughs> I'm not a big edge guy. I'm not a big edge How guy. How dare you? You need to leave right now. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, uh, so, it, like, I would kind of skip by the storylines uh, and just, but I still loved the matches. You know, I loved when Inner Geekdom got introduced. And even before, I've always said that Star Wars is my favorite league to watch because, one, they were so rare. I love seeing this yes. tournament because you get to see these competitors over and over in this confined amount of time. Because even players like Alex Damon, he might play twice a year. And that's a shame because yeah. we've seen, even yes. in Inner Geekdom now, what a guy he is, like what a player Dude. he can be. And also, you want to get your champs tested. I want to mm -hmm. see Alex Damon play three, four times a year to be like, okay, how good is he at Star Wars? Mm -hmm. he, he's he's really good, guys. He's he's really <laughs> good. <laughs> oh, this, spoiler, that's not a spoiler, spoiler. but um, spoiler, but just good. like seeing this tournament, you're you get to see more of these people that are like, okay, so Alex mm -hmm. isn't alone. Like he's alone on the mountaintop, but there are people you know yodeling up there and slowly starting to ice climb their way, and mm -hmm. you know the the Demolanta Scrimshaw match is the match of the year for me. Like, yes, unfortunately it wasn't for a belt. Unfortunately it wasn't live. So people obviously are going to go Bateman and Dan and for good reason. Those two right. best players in the game went to overtime, went a few questions in overtime. Like it was crazy, but no one misses a question. <laughs> and then the game is decided by someone yep. having a toe on the line for a buzzer beater three. Like that's literally yep. what happened. If that yep. was an NBA game, it'd be it'd be replaying on ESPN Classic during coronavirus because there's no sports going on. <laughs> so exactly. No, hands down. And we talked about that too. We said that that match was definitely contender for match of the year. It was for a Star Wars match that was insane. It was crazy. Yeah. Although I will step in and say the mat the match of the year for me actually doesn't count, and that is the Lord of yep. the Rings match. The Lord yeah. of the Rings match. And that and that I feel like that will get like Lord of the Rings match was insane because again like crazy. two three questions were missed. In the entirety of the match, yep. I missed my five pointer. Smets misses five pointer, and oh wait, no. Uh, so they missed the the Rohan flag question, and then Colors. Alex missed one. Alex missed one end, question, yeah. and that was that That's was literally insane. it. And I knew that it, was going to be like I knew slice like award slice this year. They have to. There's been so many such amazing Patreon matches. They need yeah. to have like they have to. They have to. Like I, I'll. I will fight All somebody the, until we get yeah. that award. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you make it, you make, yeah, did I get move? Alex's five pointer? Yes, I did, Heather. Yeah. God, oh, I'm I'm salty as hell about that one. <laughs> I mean, you make a good point with as far as the competitors because someone it's funny someone just hyped up uh or excuse me asked how long Smets has had the belt and he literally said today I could care less until someone challenges me. Yeah. And yep. so and I mean, Smets for you too. Smets is very aware of what it's what oh, holding yeah. that champion. like he's he's very aware that it's it's you need to defend it and he's 100 ready to yeah there's a, so, a good one so many so there's many times right he's that been, match that super was super great i was in the studio for that one that was that, that match in the studio all of us went 
insane. Like, yeah, that's awesome. Um, I've never seen can, such a can, reaction. You can hear me yell because she had just gotten a spray tan that day, and you can hear me yell in the match. It's because she's so tan. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Oh man! Uh, so, I hadn't seen a reaction like that since uh, 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 Wit pulled that five pointer. Yeah, oh, God, that one. That's another. That's another Jake, one. You and I almost fell out of our seats for that one. I couldn't well, even be mad at him. He took away Sean's TKO, and I couldn't even be upset about it because that poll right? was so good. So that, good. That was, that was <laughs> such a good. That was such a good poll. That was right. so. Uh, so you've you've kind of made a, a a bit of a storm on here as well. You're three and zero, and you are four and zero. Four and zero. Excuse me. Correct yeah. me. Correct me. Four and zero, and you've amassed quite the following with the Bandit Brigade. How with <laughs> uh, how has that made things that much more special for you? Knowing that you're four and zero, you've got this giant following behind you. Uh, the Bandit Brigade makes everything special, and I'll, I'll start with them because being, you know, getting points for, you know, my faction and then, you know, playing in a game that I've watched on YouTube for, for so long, it obviously means a lot. But uh, the last two big streams I've done, I just did a 24-hour stream, uh, you know, on Friday, um, and they made it like it was amazing like i i had people like a lot of my mods are hanging out there for 20 plus hours helping me oh. um i had you know uh comment the guy you just put on screen commentating nerd was there all 24 hours a guy another guy in the chat wow. terrell oglesby all 24 hours um i got Whoa. the stats and there was like 400 unique chatters like throughout the night and even you know i was expecting like you know maybe down to 15 20 people you know like 2 a.m to 6 a.m or something we stayed around 50 the entire time which was very impressive uh but Dude. yeah they they give me so much strength heather who's in the chat uh keeps me organized like she's always tweeting me she's like hey you got to put this on patreon uh hey you got to put this out uh hey you got to do this i'm like ah, damn it i need a nap but you're right you're right she's always right uh but uh but no just you know i've been very fortunate with my partner with rachel silvestrini because both the matches that we played together uh she killed it in kevin smith uh she helped me out you know with 80s and stuff like that and we really complement each other well because she knows a lot of deep cut. You know, I won't give away the categories, but everyone kind of knows. Obviously, Kevin Smith. Uh, obviously, no, Disney. Really? Yeah, you know, no. surprise, surprise. Uh, but uh, <laughs> it sucks that Teams is like the one thing uh, that can't be played on StreamYards. And I totally get it because, like, you can't confer with a teammate. Like, you know, are we, am I going to have one headphone in my ear and then mute this and then go on a call with Rachel for 15 seconds? Like, it's it would never work. But um, because that outside of inner geekdom, uh, just because uh, it's Sean Moore, like, damn it, damn it, uh, delete delete this vod afterwards, please. Um, I'm gonna just start cussing so you guys got de get demonetized and removed from YouTube. Uh, uh no, but uh, like uh, teams, I was having a lot of fun, and you know we were gonna play the winner of Deep Thirteen versus uh, Final Aww. Exam. And I feel like that would have been like no offense to you know Butcher Boys rookie team, uh, real rejects who both hey I knew Greg and John were gonna surprise people in this inner geekdom tournament, and uh, real rejects are responsible for all of Shazam's points so far. Yeah. I'm pretty sure 
Are they really? That's yeah. yeah. They have, I they think so. I think they have all uh, nine wow. points at this point. Yeah. And you know, like playing against them is so hard because you just want to hang out with them. Like uh yes. <laughs> Greg walked in the studio. I don't know if you were there yet, Jillian, but like he walked in the studio and was like, Oh hey, what's up, man? I'm Greg. Oh wait, never mind. F you, we're gonna kick your ass. I was like, <laughs> and then and then like obviously he was joking. I was like, I'm gonna get along great with this guy. But uh, but no, like I was oh really God. looking forward to playing um uh, you know, watching Lon and Paul uh, versus uh, Alonzo and Whitney, who, you know, Paul's Paul's a champion, but Lonzo, Whitney, and uh, Lon, I feel like are those, th- they're like the Charles Barkley of the league. Like, there's some of the best players that have never played for a belt or have one. And, you know, people forget if it wasn't for Matt Atchie's challenge, they would have beat the family. They yeah. had no, they didn't, they did beat the family. Beat it was they over, the game it. was yeah. over, and they were gonna go play Shazam. And Matt actually, literally, guys, he came from behind the curtain and did it. He had walked yeah. off the stage and then came back and said, Oh, wait, 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 no. And and so we would have had a whole different team's tournament. They, I, I have faith that they Shazam was you know on fire that whole season, so I don't yeah. know if they would have beat them, but the family lost that, like, they would have they lost that game, and you know. They, they ruled in the favor of the challenge, which can be argued to the death with every challenge, as is this game. But they had beaten the family. And so I I was nervous from the get when Tom and Paul got matched up with them for their for their debut match. Because I was like, you know what? Everyone's putting Tom and Paul at like the leader. And, you know, they are our A-team for sure. Those are two great singles players. But so are Alonzo and, and Whitney. And everyone looked past them. And that five-pointer about John Lithgow, they were just like, oh, yeah, got it. Like, they just done. It was like nothing. It was, it's a lot of those teams that we're talking about right now, like deep 13 final exam and you guys, it, a lot of it comes down to each of you being completely opposite from each other as far as strengths and even weaknesses, right? You counter what Rachel knows very well with Kevin Smith and what her knowledge is. Same thing with Lon and Paul. I mean, that showed in their match clearly. And then deep 13 as well. um, Their knowledge is very different from each other as well. And that's, it's a big thing that, is happening in the Shmonan about really strategizing who you place together. You don't have to be the Rokas or the Merles of the world. Yeah. As long as you can counter each other, you can be a really strong team. And so far, you, the three teams that we talked about, you guys have kind of like been the ones to like really lead the pack along with the real rejects, mm-hmm. obviously to really like solidify themselves in 2020 so far. And, and that's I was the telling thing. Jake and Brian oh yeah, go ahead, Jake. Go ahead, go ahead. I was telling Jake and Brian too. I'm so glad that uh, my girl Rach has a good partner now who can really emphasize her strengths. And I'm just glad you guys are a thing, and you guys are kicking <laughs> butt, and it's so fun to watch. And and I'll say there, there's you. You'd be hard pressed to find someone that doesn't have a burning passion for this game, like Rachel Silverstrini does. <laughs> Uh, and yep. again, like exactly how you put it, Jake, like it's more about complimenting each other. Yes. You're going to have, you know, who's the boss and founding fathers who can, you know, like literally Roka was on his deathbed and they still won the belts championship that night. Uh, so you are going to have teams that are powerhouses like that, like Shazam, like, I mean, either of those guys could compete for singles belts. Um, but you are going to have these teams that complement each other. And can, you know, work with each other through a tough round two can be like, okay, uh, the, what's the, what's the category for the, th- the, the two and the three. Okay. Let's, you know, let's work it out. And, you know, hopefully the three works out for, you know, whatever player doesn't take the two. And in that tough real rejects game of opponent's choice and them getting one of their strengths, like that's how it worked out. 
Like, uh, you know, I, I pushed through round through round one. You know, God, I misheard a Nathan Fillion. <laughs> Damn, that <laughs> stupid piece of crap, Serenity with Matthew McConaughey. I'm oh, the bane of my existence. That oh. movie's so bad. That movie is so bad. That's why, like, I literally, I heard the question. I was like, wow, they're really asking a Serenity question in round one? Oh, okay. And then when it literally, and I was so confident in my answer too. And I was just like, when he, when I heard Nathan Philly and I was like, nope. And I was like, whoops. <laughs> and then everybody got it. And I was like, and I, that's why I was like, oh. I was like just grasping a straw. I was like, did you say the year? Oh, you did. Okay. I'm wrong. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, with that, let's go ahead and get into some, to, uh, to some news that happened this week. We mentioned up top about the 36 player singles tournament. That was officially announced. Um, no date as of yet, but the one piece of news that did come with it is that the finale of that tournament will, in fact, conclude with Spectacular, um, which is a really cool addition there. Um, no other details as of yet, but we can discuss it here because it has been talked about for a while. At first, it was a 32, and now it's been uh, announced as a 36, which makes sense with all the players that we do have in the league. Yeah. Um, open conversation here about what we think. First of all, for me, I think it's a brilliant idea. Obviously, the Inner Geek Team and the Star Wars tournaments are paying off and then some um they're really fun to watch the interaction between competitors and and fans is really like high just top notch from what it's been in the past and i have no doubt a singles tournament would do the same possibly even more um especially when you're putting up factions against factions because you could have multiple from each faction playing each other um so i, I it's a no-brainer for me for sure i have a question though so would it be the same for the singles tournament where Merle doesn't compete because he's the champion? I believe so. Yes. Probably, and yeah, I, 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 so. I know Christian mentioned on SCN as well as like, they're still going to have the Roca Irwin match, which okay. I think is a number one contender, or I don't know if I think it is too. I think, yeah, so. it's either that or it, it was going to be like the winner of Roca Ethan was going to play the winner of Guy Kalinowski, and oh, that right. was going to be a number one contender match. But maybe that's like Guy Kalinowski might play like uh, Ben Bateman or something like that. You know, who's you know like obviously deserves another title shot pretty soon. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I I don't quote me on any of that. I don't. This is an insider information, <laughs> no, but no, I'm just no, no. I'm just because it would kind of suck for you know for Ben to like you know even if he gets a number one seed versus like a sixteen seed. You know maybe. I'm, you know, just a, like, you know, maybe Jader, even though Jader's one, one and oh, like Jader would probably, even on the usual suspects, if he, they, they get four players, you know, you got Janine, you got Ethan, you got possibly Andrew Guy. And then, yeah, Jader would be the four seed on that team just because yeah. of like the strength of those other three players. Uh, or, you know, like out of, you know, if uh, out of the den, you know, James White might be a four seed just because he hasn't played yet. Um but yeah, I, I do like this tournament a lot, and I like the 36 because you can put, uh, out of the four brackets of the tournament, you can put faction, 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 faction. So that way, yeah. they don't play yeah. each other until the final yeah. four, at least. Yeah. That's smart. That's very, yeah. very smart. Brian, what do you think? I just... Go ahead, Jill. I was just going to say, I just don't want the Finstock Exchange to get any more points. <laughs> so It's going to be tough. Uh, the, fact that, yeah. the fact that Merle doesn't get to play helps in that aspect. So... But yeah, I mean, they still have like, Barbarian. They got Bar Barbarian. They've got Gray Drake if she's available. Uh, so, you know, they just drafted Sabrina. Mark Riley's out there too. Who they knows got Cody Hall. Cody Hall. Yeah. 
There's Cody there's Hall versus Lon Harris is still one of the, my favorite matches of all time. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> the hype in that match was real. <laughs> oh yeah. I, it, I, go ahead. This tournament's going to be nuts. But, but I was I was actually going to ask you, Ben, too, that if you think a team tournament will happen, and you already answered that question, and now I'm kind of sad about it. I just – I'd love for it to. <laughs> I really would because <laughs> I'm itching to get back in the ring with Rachel. It's fun playing yeah. with her. We were on a roll, like um, – but – it's just impossible. Like, yeah. unless, you know, maybe once the, as soon as maybe they lower the restrictions where you, we can, you know, still sit, like maybe me and Rachel can like, you know, get tested right before and then play. And then the two That's teams are sitting far apart. Uh, it's, yeah. a, it'd be a lot of precautions, lot of, but you yeah. can't, you can't do it online. You just can't. Cause there's no way like, you know, even, you know, when Jake takes me out of the stream, I can still hear everything that's going on. Yep. Yeah. That's a bummer. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love for this singles tournament to be live too. Like once the Star Wars tournament is over, like, you know, you get one pre recorded match on Friday and then you get one live match on Wednesday. I feel like that would kill. Yeah, just like the Star Wars tournament has already been incredible for for the league. I mean, the first the first episode had or the first show had like what is it, eighteen hundred people watching live or something at three o'clock in the afternoon for most West Coast. Is yeah, it's crazy, yes. and, and you put oh, a singles match in. That that. I gotta tell Sean. <laughs> he did oh, uh, yeah, and it was TV. Ace versus Josh Cabre- uh, Cavedo. Oh, yeah, like, it was the playing. It was like, the playing. Like everyone knows Ace, but game. not as a schmodown match. Yeah. Like yeah, like that's insane. That's the thing. Like if they'd start, I couldn't even imagine. Like if they'd started off with like you know Ken versus Ace, or you know the yeah. if they had started off with with Demolanta versus Scrimshaw. Good <laughs> God. It, that is, yeah. but yeah, and that's the thing like imagine like you know mark riley versus I, i'm blank like mark riley versus andrew guy in the first round or the final four of a singles tournament like live like that would be insane yeah so, i mean sing- singles has a lot of potential to come with some heavy heavyweight matches and oh yeah a lot of chances for new people to show up and just shock and throw the whole thing off. That's so, how Sh- that's how Shazam catches up right there. Cause you know, yeah. I don't know. Uh, wh- Cause I think, you know, losing to Dan in the, the three way in New York might've knocked back Brandon and Bibbs just a little bit. And mm-hmm. so they'll get a high seed for sure. Like they deserve, but, and also if you're Shazam, you want your heavy hitters to get, you know, a 15, 13 seed. Not that I don't think there's really any pushovers in singles league, but there are definitely stronger players. And so you get Bibbs matched up against, you know, a first time rookie or someone that's 0 and 1, 1 and 0, 1 and 1. They're going to rack up some easy points right there and get yeah. like Bibbs and Bibbs and the kid on the opposite side of the, of the bracket done. Like that's so many points for Shazam. And you see what Finstock Exchange is doing. Barbarians won one match, Andrew has won one match. That's six points. Six. And they're they're already they're back seven points or six points ahead of swag now after Ace pulled off a big upset against Ken. And if it wasn't for that, like I've got my Robert Parker match coming up in July. But unless, you know, I beat Robert Parker, uh, either Chance or Paul, possibly either John Humphreys or Craig and then Brandon Hanna, Alex Damon, Zipper or Kalinowski. Oh, yeah. You know, it's real easy run for me to, to you know, rack up some points for the den. That's true. That's fair. That's yeah. very true. 
Um, all right, so let's go and get to some matches that uh, that went went down last week. Uh, we have three matches to discuss here, and the first one that dropped uh, on Patreon early, but officially second last week was the Alex Damon versus Jen Kev match, the IG match. Um, you had Rockstars versus Suspects here. Um, I know a lot of people had chosen Damon, and, and that was the case here as well for us. But I got to say, um, I think we may have talked about it in our group chat as well. Jen Kemp looks like she can be someone who can really, really play in IG. She oh, she yeah. has some strengths that are uh, that are very interesting and and you know counter each other very well, like uh, you know Star Trek in in Harry Potter or, or whatever she had chosen as a strength. Um, she knew all those Star Trek questions that Dave yeah, they all the rest yeah, of the sleeper. Showed up big time <laughs> and uh, it was a great match. I mean, it's the first time we saw Alex Damon lose a round. He was down in the first round, which was cool to see. Um, he's obviously human a little bit. Uh, but he ended up winning, uh, taking the victory there. But uh, a great match overall, very fun match, and I'm very, very happy because I had no, I had no idea who Jen Kemp was, and she definitely showed up, and I'd love to see her in the future. Me too. I see yeah. you with Scenic. I see you with your Scenic games. <laughs> oh my gosh! I, yes. like, oh, I want to be your friend so we can play some board games. <laughs> she killed it, and if not for having possibly the hardest five pointer in the history of Inner Geekdom, let alone the entire Schmodown. Five pointer was. Who plays Marty's brother? Yeah, in Back oh, to the Future. Right. Yeah, I yeah. Oh. I wonder if I wonder if Alex knew that because I know that's one of his strengths. I mean, I don't think he ever said that'd be. Interesting. I don't. Yeah, I mean, you don't give away that, but good God, no, a guy who's done the Wonder Years and kind of it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's got other credits, but I mean, holy crap! That's definitely yeah. a five-point question. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So you can't discredit her. That's that's no. she. I'm excited to see more of her for sure. Super stoked to see what she can do. Yeah, Alex. She. But yeah, can we? I do want to talk about Alex though because I yes. am getting tired of people being like, "Yeah, he's good," but has yeah. Alex Damon shown he's enough he's in great. Inner Geekdom? <laughs> like, he, did you see him in the Lord of the Rings exhibition match? <laughs> yeah. Check on that category. He went Alex ten for in ten in Star Trek. Check on that category. He already said that, you know, he loves Indiana Jones and Back to the Future. I think he's decent at Star Wars. So I think we can it's stop underestimating Alex Damon every time he plays. The fact that people are even underestimating Alex Damon yeah. is yeah, Brian. insane. Yeah, Brian. Yeah, Brian. <laughs> the one time. The one time I pick against him. We, we made a we made a bet on our reaction, and I said, Alex, he's going to go five for five for 10 points here. And Brian bet me 10 bucks, and I won 10 bucks. Nice. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. One time. The one time. <laughs> Although he doesn't, is a beast. I, uh, he doesn't and, and like argue, Harry Potter, though. How does he? Wizarding okay, world. Alex. But, um, but he's, he's insane in arguably the two hardest divisions of down and it's people are like yeah he's good in star wars but it's like no and Stop right i <laughs> i you know i don't i don't i'm no frankie numbers or anything like that but i don't think anyone's gone perfect in star trek before i can't recall a match where either people either have gotten saddled with it or have chosen star trek why i don't think yeah. our bet <laughs> like yeah <laughs> that's i mean that's that's true because start like star trek is probably the hardest like franchise category on the wheel because it spans the longest because it has the most movies like because you know star wars i think it's you know older than a little older than star trek by like a year or two uh but you know there's a big break there's three there's 10 movies or maybe 11 movies in star wars if i don't know if a clone wars ever question ever got asked in 
in her geekdom. Uh, but like, so. there's so many. There's six o- OTS movies. There's what five Next Generation movies, and then there's three uh, Bad Robot movies, and that's from '78 to 2016. Like, it's a lot. And he's and he spun it and he stuck with it. Yeah. So he could have. That's insane. That's that's scary. That is legitimately as a competitor that might meet him in the finals. That is scary. That there are three slices on the wheel that I automatically have to spin again because if I miss, he'll take it. He'll take it. Like there's no doubt that he will take it. Wow. Yeah. I mean, Molly was on here and she said he knows Lord of the Rings as well as he knows Star Wars. Star Wars. We saw that. Yeah. (laughs) I know. Yeah. To know well, I mean, he, he's, pro- he's proving that he might know a little bit more of the categories just as well as Star Wars 2, and it's kind of slowly starting to come out. We And it's funny, I'm, I'm wondering whenever he's going to get those Back to the Future Indiana Jones questions, because it's happened two or three times now where they've been asked mm-hmm. to his competitors, <laughs> and we can tell that it's something he wants to prove or answer. And so I wonder if th- that is... I mean, if that's the case, those are five categories in IG that he is like incredible at which is for i mean especially for you ben that's that's scary to think about that's scary that i literally have to pl- pray for wizarding world to come up <laughs> otherwise like i can't miss study harry potter i can help you with that i got <laughs> but, you but that's the thing like jen she didn't miss a harry potter question did she she just went no, to she multiple multiple choice multiple multiple twice choice. i think yeah yeah and i mean and then you saw john humphreys went 10 for 10 with harry potter uh, yeah. even the crimes of Grindelwald question, which God, I'll lose a game before I watch that movie again. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's there. funny because Jen Kitt made it. She made a joke about that too, with a Nicholas Fomel question in her match. So oh yeah. on board oh, that. No one knows why Nicholas Fomel is in that movie. I no one knows. It, I, I was going, why, why are you here? And then, cause everything after that just went. Gear. And when she said it changed the movie, I went, yes, it did. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so before we get to our next match, I gotta ask you one question, Ben. Do you have um, do you have Damon or Hannah in the next match? That's tough because Brandon played real well, and um, like man, talk about Saul though. I'll talk about my teammate real quick. Like the, he showed really up. the only criticism I have of Saul in that match was just not using his JTEs in like he had all three for his five pointer. Even if you know it, you gotta take. He didn't even take five seconds to think about it. Uh, but I mean, no one, no one was more upset about that loss than Saul. So I won't like, there's literally no criticism about his game. Like he was mad that he went to, you know, multiple choice about the Willy Wonka song. Cause even, you know, I played along, uh, in my stream and I was like in a world of pure imagination and I would have gotten that wrong. It cause the yeah, song is called title. pure imagination. Just like Shandru got sweet dreams are made of these. That's not the title. It's sweet yeah. dreams. So, and that, like, I always know the songs, but like getting the exact title is always tricky. So that was the right one. And then the one he missed, Michael Mando knows who Michael Mando is in <laughs> Spider-Man Homecoming. And, Cause Brandon didn't either. He got it wrong. Like, I was like, I know it's not tombs cause that's Michael Keaton, but like I maybe go multiple choice, but he also did the right thing of not going to multiple choice because if he guessed wrong, now the answer's on the board. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he played like, really he, well. Yeah, he played really well. But you know, Brandon won the big game that he had to. So the only thing you're wondering is if Brandon is like, okay, I won the most pressure I've ever had to. Because if Brandon would have lost that game, 
possibly we don't see him for the rest of 2020 and maybe not late into 2021 because he's mm-hmm. he's would have lost three in a row to a rookie that replaced him on the den. Like literally all the storylines put all the pressure on him and he put all the pressure on himself by just carpet bombing the entire league. Um, yeah. So, so he won the big game, but I think these guys are really evenly matched. And again, now that Brandon knows, granted Brandon probably is pretty good at, you know, Star Trek and Lord of the Rings and, and Star Wars. He's not as good as Alex Damon in Star Wars. We all know that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think yeah. he's as good as Lord of the Rings, and just because of what I've seen. But he could be as good at Star Trek. He could be better at Harry Potter, or MCU, or DCEU. Uh, so I think this is a this is a pick'em game. This is a fifty-one forty-nine game for me. How about y'all? Uh, I'm I, with you. I, I agree. Go ahead, Brian. No, I was going to say it's it, it's definitely close. I think th- where Damon is weak. It, it would be Hannah's strength and where Hannah's probably weaker at Damon will have that strength probably. Cause I mean, we've seen, um, yeah, could be, um, we, Oh, here oh we my go. God. Your dog. dog. <laughs> he, he knows he's on camera. Everybody in the chat is asking his name is Kylo. Okay. His name is Kylo. His mother's name was Leia. So it seemed appropriate. And yes, there you go. So there's your answer for everybody in the chat. He's a puppy friend. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I, this one's going to be close because I feel like, I mean, Hannah knows Harry Potter. Damon doesn't really care for Harry Potter. Does Hannah know Lord of the Rings? Well, Damon knows Lord of the Rings. So it's kind of like, uh, I think it's going to be kind of a, a toss up. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just everybody. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Like he's more of a wrestling sleeper than I am. Yeah, and he'll he'll do that for a while. <laughs> uh, Jill, who are you thinking? I know this is a tough one, but uh, oh, Hannah, Hannah or Damon? Oh, you know I'm going to go with anybody who's going against yeah, I Brandon. Figured. <laughs> I figured. So many bridges. He went against my girl Janine. He went against my man Kevin. Uh, he went against the Den, which clearly I'm a Den household. So anyone who's going against Brandon, I'm going to root for you. And I'm really happy it's Alex because, as we said, Alex is insane. He knows his stuff. So, Brandon, like I've said before, study up on your five-point Star Wars questions because apparently you keep getting those wrong. <laughs> so what we what we need is that Smets needs to beat Chandru in the in the belt match, and then Smets needs to get into the Star Wars League oh after Alex wins this tournament, yeah. and then they it's that's. That's your mat. That's your neck. That's your first live event right there. Just a yeah. double header of, hey, we're gonna play the Star Wars belt match, and then after that, we're gonna play the Inner Geekdom belt match. That would match. be insane. And can you- I've talked to Kevin about joining Star Wars. I've talked to him many times about if it. If there's an Inner Geekdom player that can, it's him. It's Kevin. Oh, hands yeah. down. But Kevin and maybe Kalinowski too. I can see Kalinowski coming into Star Wars too. I don't. I don't doubt it. Mike. Mike has proven himself over and over again in this league of like yeah. how passionate he is. So. Yeah. Uh, but if I really think that even if Alex just, if he gets to the, the finals of this tournament um, and then he beats whoever wins the star Wars tournament, he's on Mount Rushmore or hall of fame, whatever you want to say, because he would have beaten the best of the best. When we finally got to see the star Wars uh, competitors go up against each other, battle it out. Uh, it's no more, you know, one match and then you're fighting Damon. No, you have to earn this title shot. Now, 
And then he would have gone against the best of the best in inner geekdom. Because regardless of what you think, you either have to go through, uh, you know, Robert Parker, Chance, me, Barbarian, Paulo Yama, or you have to go against uh, Zipper, Brandon Hanna, or Mike and Mike Kalinowski. Yeah. So, like, you got to do that. And granted, he got a tough first round match against Jen Kemp, which no one saw coming. He's got Brandon Hanna coming up next. If he beats him, he's going to probably face, you know, Mike or Zipper. Greg had a hell of a match. I'm not putting. I think Greg's going to make Mike sweat a little bit after seeing him knock out Warfather. Because even if, you know, Warfather doesn't get him right, you still got to answer your questions, right, to knock someone out. But I, I think, Alex, if he if he makes it to the finals of this tournament, he's uh, he's top tier. Oh, this, yeah. is, I would agree. this is exactly how I feel about this match. It's, yep. The wheel is going to determine it, probably. Because if, if Damon gets Star Wars, it's game over. Because he's going to go perfect. And then, well, if, if Brandon gets one, then he's good at too. But we don't root for Brandon in this household. <laughs> <laughs> Which is it, okay. It, that is okay. Alex just has to improve on his, his round one because he's he's done really well in round two. Uh, but he's just got to get like the, that general stuff down. Um, and uh, he'll be great. Alex already is great. Um, all right. Well, moving on to the Star Wars match that happened last week. We discussed it on our live uh, live breakdown we did last Thursday. Uh, we're doing those every Thursday evening. You guys can check this out here on the channel. Uh, but just quick thoughts, Ben, on Napsock versus Ace here. Ace showed up, showed up again, two in a row here for Swag. Uh, really showing that he, he's capable of of taking on this league. Um, what did you think of this match overall? You know, everyone had Josh, everyone had Ken, and now everyone's got Laura. So Ace is playing with house money right now, man. Like, he's yeah. just going all in every match, yeah. and he's cashing out. So I... I still do have Laura Kelly just because she played literally like, like, like her name lights out and Sean put up a hell of a fight. But when you go 10 for 10 first, like it does put pressure on you and you feel that pressure. Uh, but oh, yes, I just, it's, it was, it was a well-fought match and like, that was a hard five pointer too. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, I'll, I'm kind of rooting for ACE, even though, you know, swag is, Swags, you know, just pulled ahead of us with this match. Like, I'm I'm an underdog kind of guy. And so not that I think, you know, I it's another 50. This whole this whole tournament has been pickup games, you know, from the very start. The the only slanted match we had in favor was really Ken and Ace, and he proved us all wrong. Yeah. And so yeah. this is another 5149. And I really haven't uh I really haven't uh picked who I favor in this match, but I wouldn't mind if Ace went all the way. I really wouldn't because he, you know, you had a little bit of like, well, Josh used all his JTEs. He never went to multiple choice. Like, you know, he's a rookie. You had that to fall back on. You don't have that to fall back on Ken. Ken, yeah, can, forget more about, yeah, Ken can forget more about Star Wars than any of us can know. Um, <laughs> and he... And that's the thing is that you can you can talk about Ken, you know, why do you go Rogue One? I I, I wonder about that too. Maybe we if he went, you know, maybe if he went Rogue literally one. anything else besides Rogue One, it might have been different. But Ken, he made Ace hit all ten points in round three too. So that's the wow. thing is that it wasn't you know it wasn't like a oh well Ace only had to answer his two or his three. No, Ace had to answer two his three and his five or he would have lost. He would have lost the game. So Ken made him play and he pushed him and. Ace came out and did it, and so it's a it's a toss up between him and Laura for me, and I can't wait to to see who wins. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. it's gonna be fun. I know here Jill was the only one that said, "Oh yeah, Ace is gonna win." 
She was confident nice. from the very beginning. Yep. She picked it. Uh, it's proven on the channel. She's um, like three for three for her. Pick. Yeah, it's not even fair. We're not even gonna let yeah. her choose anymore just because she keeps yeah. picking it. Um, Wait, did yeah, you pick against they... your? Did you pick against your boyfriend? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, fine. Ruthless. <laughs> oh like, oh man. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, for this one, yeah, it's I, like she's I, talking. I meanwhile, she's holding more. up a whiteboard that says Laura <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I have study every single night. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Of course, I went. For Hey, she nails these Star Wars questions, though. She was keeping up with Ace when she was playing, so. Learning. Terrible. (laughs) uh, Ace and Laura's, that's a hard one. That's that's a tough one. I mean, we don't have have to decide right this second because it is not for another week. Um, But at the moment, I am leaning towards Laura because Laura just looks very, very scary. She just looks very scary. Terrifying. It does lean towards a rematch between Laura and Andrew, which, you know, I wouldn't mind. But, you know, now Molly and Ace, they have nothing to lose. Like, everyone's underestimating them, so they can surprise people. Agreed. We here are cheering for a Laura-Molly female Molly. battle to the death. I'd love it. Star Wars. I would honestly love it. Because, yeah. like, and that, honestly, just like, every, like you know, what, what Janine said on Twitter and what Rachel backed him up was saying, just like, you know, or what Abby said, and then, you know, that, that kind of went, you know, pretty big within the community is that like you know female competitors their wins get picked apart their losses get yep. shredded apart and yep. it just doesn't happen a lot for male competitors like you know i didn't play that well in my inner geekdom match i honestly didn't like scores and soundtrack kick my ass and i didn't have to answer luckily i got i got wizarding world like you know i got a punish he got a punish choice too otherwise it could have been very different i realized mm-hmm. you know the that's that's luck of the wheel for me uh you know when it came back around to gym but uh uh, you know, people were, 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 I saw, you know, people were doubting Molly's match. And then, you know, when uh, uh, Alex came and gave her a high five, people were talking about that. I was like, are you, they yeah, live together. They're oh married. What do, you, yeah. what do you expect? Yeah. Oh she, she was on our show and said he was in the other room and came in and gave her a high five. Of course. Yeah. It's like, I'm sorry. Like, oh. My wife just won the very, her very first Schmodown match live <laughs> in front of 1500 people. Yeah. I think a high five is the least I could give her. <laughs> I was going nuts. Cause I thought, Oh, was he in the room the whole time? It's like, oh. and the last people on the planet who are going to cheat on this is going to be the demons. Are you kidding? Yeah. Me? Also, if he's in the room, she's not missing a question. You idiot! <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> game and you guys, are you? Oh my god! I, are they beautiful mining? Like, oh no, we gotta miss a question. Make it dramatic. We can't, oh, can't be oh, too good. Like, get out of here! Yes, <laughs> yes. Thing, while we're all around the Star Wars thing too, comparing with that, someone on our live chat the other day had said that Ken had lost nine of his last matches. Nine straight. Like, nine straight. Nine. And he was still the favorite, but if had that been a female player, that would have they would have been. Well, I can't believe you know both with Ken and Joseph, they'd only won one Star Wars match, and that's why I'm glad with saying, uh, you know, with seeing this tournament because you know Joseph and Ken are amazing, but you know, winning one Star Wars match, Ken winning the belt in, in his one win, and then Joseph earning a belt shot with his one win, like you want a little bit more. You want them yeah. to really earn these belts, and that's what this tournament is doing. And I feel like there's always going to be a Star Wars tournament from now on because we are seeing Agreed. these guys. Just bar fight in an alley for these mm-hmm. wins. Like it is just straight punch for punch. Yep. And when Andrew went 10 for 10, I was like, whoa, 
And then Joseph went 10 for 10. <laughs> and then they got every qu- I was like, this is insanity. <laughs> Agreed. I, I'm petitioning Wait. for a loser's bracket and have someone fight through. I'm all to- you. Brian, you, you are me and you are one mind. I'm especially <laughs> for this singles tournament. If you want to make this, if the, if the next big thing is in December, you want to make this thing last. I'd love for a loser's bracket. So if, oh you know, God. a Ben Bateman or Mark Riley or someone, you know, loses first round or second round, they get to go down and okay. Who, who are they going to play? Maybe me, maybe, you know, like you're not going to play anybody bad, even in the loser's bracket, no. but making it a double elimination tournament and then having the loser's bracket fi- fi- uh, finalist beat someone twice in a row. Talk about a live event on Twitch. <laughs> like, Hey, possible double header today. You know, uh, Ben Bateman's got to got to beat his faction mate Barbarian twice in a row to get to a belt shot. Not the belt. That'd He's got to get a belt shot. Yeah. And so, yeah. just oh my gosh, that would be insane. To, and to ha- and you know, someone would make a losers bracket run. You know, oh. someone would would go into the losers bracket and win four or five games in a row and be like, hey, you know, we got the final four up here, but don't forget about so and so who's you know lost their first game on a five pointer. And they're crushing everyone in the losers bracket. Yeah. Uh, I'm all, and then I'm you know I watch a lot of uh, esports and they always have losers brackets and I'm all about a losers bracket run. I love that stuff. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, it would be fire, especially especially something like Star Wars too, because it's not at this point it's not as that big. So I mean, you could have someone. I mean, look at Scrimshot. He could have lost that first that? round climbed right back and he's right back in it yeah mm-hmm. like you got you have sean uh mm-hmm. not uh, you have sean ken uh adam and uh joseph playing each other again and then the winner of that plays each other and then the winner of that plays the fi- like whoever loses between the next four and then the yep. winner of that oh my it would be so good and then whoever like can you imagine a double header someone beating in a in a Star Wars match? Oh, like it'd be so how fun. It'd be mentally so fun. exhausted these people would be, but they're talking about something they love so much so they they just have that pride and like, "No, I know more than you. I'm going to win." I'm, I'm mentally exhausted just thinking about having to study again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, poor PJ and Abby and I was going to say I feel right. bad for the writers suggesting a losers bracket tournament like it's easy for just people to play it's another thing to like write another 40 questions. Thanks guys. Thanks for yeah, bringing that. Yeah, they're shut up right there. now. <laughs> They've been killing it though. They they truly yeah, like oh, fire. heroes with like coming up with new inner geekdom questions for all these different categories kind of coming up with like it's fun for deep cut Star Wars, but you want to make it to be like, I recognize the exact scene they're talking about, but I have no effing idea who that is. <laughs> like, and that's the beauty of oh, a yeah. good deep cut Star Wars. Cause like, you know, like I, I know the, you know, the Nemoidian Senator, but they definitely never say his name. The Nodi award doesn't go to nerd chronic. It needs to go to the question yes, writers. That's dude. Cool. Nerd Chronic yeah. and his so Brandon Hanna Saul promo so good one of his oh, best like so good. I don't, like whatever you know uh, asterisk you want to put on it that legit gave me chills like the, oh, the yeah. footage he got from the promos the footage he got from like you know Brandon Hanna's uh, burn book like just everything was so good like he put his sweat into that one and it was amazing. Yeah, Two I great saw you. promos that week because we had the Star Wars one the same week too with uh yeah. with Adam and Molly. With Molly and Adam, yeah. Yeah, you were that losing your great. mind. I was watching you watch 
on the 24-hour stream. Oh, it was so it was like Brian, it was, like that was the last Inner Geekdom match I watched because I, I I hadn't had time to catch up, so I watched all four in a row, and I was like, holy crap, Eric! Like it kept <laughs> like it kept going, like because you know he's only got so much footage to work with, so he cuts really good ones, but they're a little shorter just because you know I got to sit down and like cut a promo right here. It's different than you know. <laughs> going you know at the studio or like you know at, on location and stuff but oh my gosh it'd be so great oh. there you go jill there you go jill see i was uh, i was asked to compete and i said no because i would be terrible <laughs> ben knows i don't watch movies like i don't watch <laughs> movies um but hey but you know even, I, uh, even megan sanborn went uh where it was ya so i think you know when paul played roca and got ko'd she was mad at paul she's like how do you how do you not know south carolina come on <laughs> like, he went six for six our producer who doesn't watch any movies <laughs> never wants to be on camera who's the hardest worker on the planet but she we was in there and she was like she banged these ya movie questions out and she's like oh yeah duh south carolina i can do oh, disney yeah, see i can do disney i can do harry potter and I'm starting to get Star Wars, but that's it. Like oh, you Star Wars, you, you, uh, you, you played the thing and kicked our butt. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know, but um, I'm learning. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So next match that happened last week, the final one from last week was Janine the Machine versus John Humphrey. We talked about it a little bit here. Uh, the most recent IG match that happened, um, John Humphrey en ended up walking away with the victory on this one. And this is, we talked about the flack that came from Janine losing, and we can discuss that a little bit. But I gotta say. Both debuts for them, both played really well. And it's funny because Janine and Jill had mentioned this in our private chat, but Janine went nine for 10 in the first round. Yeah. And she's getting flack yeah, for her loss. Right. She, went, she almost went perfect in her first round and she's getting yeah. flack for her loss. I do it's, think that IG is something that she could be really good at. Um, it mm -hmm. really just came down to luck of the draw. And John Humphrey got a strength at his and he absolutely crushed it. Like, exactly. It's literally me and Janine's matches mirror. The only difference is that Jim got opponent's choice and I got to steal some Harry Potter questions from him. If Jim had gotten a strength, I easily could have lost. And I'm so aware of that. Like, uh, you know, I, I played through it and, you know, I got steals and stuff like that because Jim had. And luckily it was his second spin. So I knew Jim didn't want Harry Potter. So that was a big advantage for me. But I missed one question in my first round. Those DCEU questions were not easy. Like, no, no, God, no. like Warner was also a DCU question and like Janine for, for a debut, it was a great debut. John went 10 for 10 in Harry Potter. I don't care what match division league circumference hemisphere. You get someone getting 10 points. Like now I know that the strategy has changed recently where you're not supposed to go second. And, you know, we can talk to death about that strategy, but it doesn't matter if she had spun a category that she was strong in, she could have been right back in the game. Exactly. And, and that's what does, I expect too. Yeah. And that's it's, the thing. Is that so people, you know, it was just like, it was, it came down to one steal versus Mark Riley. And it was, it was a tricky question with, you know, who, who got best supporting actor in uh catch me. If you can, your mind automatically goes to, to Tom Hanks and you forget about Christopher Walken. Yes. You really do. Uh, and it's, it's Brian, a good Brian just watched that for the first time, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just watch? Catch, Catch me if you can. watched it on Friday. When he said Still it, I was like, oh, oh, I know this one. <laughs> yeah. Never seen it. This is why I don't compete. Never oh, it's so it. good. It's so good. But, you know, Janine played a hell of a match. And, you know, 
both her and Jim Kemp are people to keep your eyes on. One, yes. now that Janine is officially, and I will call her a triple threat because oh, she yeah. is. Heck because yeah. even if she's not the strongest IG, like, like strongest competitor, she is definitely a bracket buster. Like you yeah. want to, yes. in this singles tournament, you want to give her a 10, 11, 12 seed. She will surprise people and yeah. it'll be like, you know, it, it will mess up your bracket and you cannot, you cannot ever overlook Janine. I definitely won't if I ever play her, um, no matter what, yeah, no matter what division I play, uh, Janine and like, I know how, and she's another one that loves this game to death. So, you yeah. know, just for that fact, she was going to study her butt off. Yeah. Yeah. She, I, I mean, she is, sorry. She's one of those ones that like, let's say this happened uh, and we had a loser's bracket. She would be one that you would be terrified to play in a loser's bracket because she will knock you the hell out. And then you're done. Played, like if we were the loser's bracket and she played Adam Hlavik next, she'd beat him. I think so. Yeah, I agree. That's big guy. But no, and what you said, I 100% agree with. She got a near perfect round one. John spun a strength of his. You're not going to know Thestral and Bloody Baron if Harry Potter isn't a strength of yours. You're not going to know Niffler. That was the one that got me. I didn't get Niffler. No, I would add, what's that tiger thing? Because that movie sucks so bad. Yeah. (laughs) And then she got her two and her three point. And she's still, and people are still saying, like, she's overrated and all of this complete nonsense. And I'm like, no, I don't, I don't. And that's the thing. Like, she's, she's not the one, like, hyping herself up she like comes in and plays and like she's one of the best in the league with character work with promos with costumes she slays a promo yeah yeah i want me people don't know that her last name isn't machine (laughs) (laughs) you are the machine you are the machine this is so true and the fact that people are saying that now she's overrated because she lost in an IG match when she's one of only a handful of competitors that have even ventured from teams to singles to IG. Are you kidding me? Like, it's ridiculous. I can go on and I can just rant about this literally all day because it drives me insane. Yeah. And it's, it's easy for me to say like, you know, uh, that it's like, don't pay attention to it because these are the same people that were saying like, Oh, uh, the Shire Wolves are paper champs or Rachel Cushing. And they're the same people that, you know, in which I can't, you know, I'm, I'm kind of in the camp of like not being able to watch that match anymore. The Mara Rachel Cushing one. Um, it's it's a rough match to watch. And then even after that, people are like, Oh, did Rachel give up? Like, did she just give Mara the match? What the, like they put no. how many questions into overtime when you were questioning if someone yeah. gave? Yeah, it's insane. <gasps> it's it's and that's the oh he's up oh. <laughs> oh bye Kylo. He's getting his water. He's getting yeah. his water. Oh, um, all right. Well, on that, that's a good little segue, Brian. Why don't we uh, discuss the standings here quickly after uh, last week's match? I'll go ahead and throw them up here too. Yeah, so uh, obviously Finstock Exchange is still in first place with 22 points. Uh, Swag with 16. The Den right behind with 15. Burning Droogs, 9. Corky Mercs, 5th place with 9. Rockstars, 6th place with 9. Usual Suspects with 7. Corruption with 5. And the Dungeon in last with 4. So 
Yeah. I mean, it. people are sleeping on some of those teams. I mean, there's still a lot of teams that are un- seven, six matches. They're sleeping on corruption. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. People are sleeping mm-hmm. on corruption. Oh, yeah. And absolutely. With and the, they have, they have a match this week, too. They, they do have a match this week, and we can we can segue right into that one. This is the, one of the IG matches that's happened this week. That's Pauliyama versus Chance Ellison. Um, big time first round match, obviously swag versus corruption. Uh, we know their history. Two guys who came up from the fan leagues, um, always have a little bit of a rivalry and I know that chances, chances dabbled in it before never seen Paul in it, but you can never count out Paul in anything. Um, I, it, it definitely feels like it's going to be just a heavyweight fight till the very end. Oh yeah. Like I, I said that. Yeah. I said that Brandon and, uh, Brandon and Saul was like, you know, the storyline match. This is just pure knowledge. This is just pure heavyweight, former champs knowledge going up against each other. And like, that's, that's my most anticipated, uh, like, I don't know who won that. Uh, I haven't seen the match or anything. Like, I'm so excited to watch this and see who comes out on top. Agreed. I, I don't, I don't even, honestly, don't even know who to pick for this one. No. Because I love Chance. I love Paul. And both of their knowledge is who Paul's on swag. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. I don't even know how Paul? you pick someone. Jill, you forget Paul? when you do this, you have to you have to flex. Remember, like that's <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> yeah. then, then you get a great oh, screenshot. I'm just thinking so. Then you get a great hard screenshot. Right <laughs> uh, I have no. Yeah, like, there's nothing. The only thing flex. is when Ben does it, there's usually up, thousands of dollars in there. That's all I'm doing. Look at look at these dinosaurs. I you just I because. Chance has Kalinowski. Yeah. And then Paul has Chandrew. So they both have these juggernauts that are helping them train. They have amazing managers too. Yeah. So Yeah. Winston and Shannon are insanely <clears throat> brilliant managers. It's tough. I, 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 I give I the advantage a little bit to chance just because the dude is officially a robot. Um, <laughs> and the only yeah. reason is that Paul has just struggled a little bit by himself lately. Now, granted, it's intergeeked him a whole different division, but he's been knocked out his last two singles matches. Um, that's uh, but that's the only reason. Like, I'm if if Paul wins this, I will not be the least bit surprised at all. No, that's and that's a very valid argument to vote for chance in this but i but i don't want i just i can't discount paul just because no, paul is shouldn't. so good you really can't discount either of them They're, to no. me this is probably one of the most even matches we've seen I would agree. this year I just would because Whoever wins, they need to like. I'm hoping they they play. They're gonna play in this one, and I'm hoping they play again in the singles tournament. To you know, like that. Whoever wins this, yeah. you know, if Paul wins. He's two and zero against Chance. But if Chance mm-hmm. wins, they gotta play again. They have to play again yep. for sure. Just you put them. You put them in a first round matchup again in singles. <laughs> yeah, they gotta play. In, they gotta play in a Star Wars game. Who, who, yeah, who, who exactly. Exactly. Um, all right. So the other match, the other match that's happening this week, uh, one of them is the Star Wars match. And this is the Molly Damon versus Andrew Dimolanta match. Suspects for Finstock. Um, you know, v- two very different types of players, obviously. Um, I had said it on our breakdown last week, and I'll say it again. I do think that Dimolanta might have a slip up, and I'm going to do with the underdog here and pick Damon. Um, but I would not be surprised if, if Dimolanta does walk away with a victory on this one. Yeah, I... 
this one, this again, this one is hard for me just because I know because Demolanta had a perfect game and it's so hard to go against that. But I also want a Molly Laura match so bad. So I'm going to put it into the ether and say it's going to be Molly <laughs> because I want a Laura Molly match. I think more than I've ever wanted another match in my entire life. Um, and uh, yeah, I it's uh, this match is going to be crazy. This match is going to be probably on the same base as the Scrimshaw de Milanta match was. I think so too. It's, yeah. uh, it's going to be, and now, especially because now Molly knows <laughs> that they're looking for exact, exact. She's changing her whole study tactic now. So it's, well, I'm just going to put it in the ether. Cause I want to, I want a Laura Molly match really bad, <laughs> but it's Dimolanta. Dimolanta is going to be really, really hard to beat. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm, I also, <laughs> I'm kind of with you, Jill. Put it out there. <clears throat> Hopefully it happens with <laughs> Molly. But I mean, Dumont's, he went perfect. So it's, yeah. uh, it's, it's scary to, you, to pick against someone that went perfect is crazy. And, but at the same time, it's, she's being trained and she, listen, she's being trained by Alex, but, Really, she, she she trains herself. I mean, yeah, she's yeah. helping him probably study. She said she's uh, in the uh, one of the promos. Every time you look off or he looks off, he's looking at me because I know the answer. So <laughs> it's like, yeah. So <laughs> if you're sleeping on Molly, you're you're nuts. In fact, I said it last week, and someone uh, went into uh, our video with Molly and was like, "You're crazy for picking her." No, you're not. No, no one's crazy to pick no. her. So, no. I mean, it, it only takes one slip up. He thought that I was crazy for picking the piece over Knapsack, and look what happened. Like, you we don't know, know not to go against you, Jill. We know. We yeah, know. we got it. I think <laughs> the main thing about this next game is that I think Andrew will be the higher seed. You know, they're both one and one. Uh, but I think just because like Andrew got a perfect game, they'll be like, oh, he scored more points in his one match. So he'll get the higher seed, which is fair. Um, and so if he goes first and gets another 10 points, Molly just can't get her in her own head. Because yeah. I would be yeah. like, because, you know, the only reason she didn't get a perfect round was because Adam challenged, you know, shield generator, shield, whatever, and got the technicality, which was a smart challenge. Even though he lost the point, it prevented her from getting up, uh, getting another point, oh, getting another two points. Um, so if, you know, which I'm fully expecting two perfect rounds, if Andrew goes first and gets another 10 points, she just can't get in her own head. And I mm -hmm. think I'm glad that this is her, her second match in front of a live crowd, a third match. It'll be third match in front of a, you know, live crowd. But, uh, as long, you know, and Sam will be there to calm her down to, you know, talk her through, uh, okay, he's going to go first. He's going to do good. You just, you can't worry about that. You just have to answer what's in front of you and, and we'll go from there. And that's and that's the thing. That's what Joseph did. He looked at Andrew's score and he said, all right, I still have my five questions that I can get right. And he did. And then once yeah. once you're past that 10-point barrier, even if you get even if you don't, if you, you go multiple choice, you can't, you can't, you know, just like, oh no, I have to get this. Get within two. You don't know if Andrew's always gonna get his five-pointer. You don't know yeah. if he's gonna go perfect. Like Andrew, he's really hungry and he's really good. But 
any given day, someone can have a slip up. Someone can have a don't tell Peter. Someone can have. Yeah. Some of the best in this game have gotten knocked out. And I don't think it's, I don't think it's going to happen with that, but she just, if she sees that big deficit before she goes in round two, she's just got to focus up. And I think she will. And um, I'm going to go with Andrew, which sucks because I hate the Finstock Exchange. <laughs> my good friend. And I've told him this. And I'm like, hey, congratulations. I hate your team. <laughs> uh, uh, but I, I do think Andrew will take it. But I think it's going to, it's like every single game, it's going to come down to the five pointer. Like he'll have to answer yeah. his to win or he'll have to hope Molly misses hers. Yes. Okay. I love put up Jeremy's uh, last thing. I love that what he just put up there. The most recent one? Yeah. I love that. That's a good yeah. catchphrase. Yes. Any given <laughs> exactly. Um a lot of I people in the chat that. are kind of back and forth about Dimonte and Molly, but the one thing they do they are asking is that if it does come down to an all women final, who are we picking then? Oh, um, don't tell me that. Don't I, I don't so, know. I know it's too early to say, but I will say that I feel like the storyline and it would it would probably fit better if Laura won because oh, Laura, he would have taken it. down Alex's wife. You get the rematch from Spectacular last year. She's turned evil. Yeah. You, yeah. Go, you cannot tell storylines and not say you want a Damon versus Damon match. That's that is so much the best storyline. There's true. no that's, that's very true. I love yeah. Laura. She's a sweetheart and she's a killer in the ring, uh, which is crazy because she's like the nicest person ever. Then she's like, you suck. She is. Like, <laughs> she yeah. really is. Promo, no one was more surprised by her promo because her and her friend were at the studio and they're the sweetest people ever. And they then are. she cuts the most ruthless promo ever. Again. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I know. They were coming after me. And yeah. I was like, y'all. But yeah, uh, I. I definitely one just for team standings, just because, uh, you know, if chance wins, uh, if Mike wins, just like, you know, uh, corruption can rack up some major points. Uh, I'm, I'm okay with usual suspects getting a few points because both of their inner geekdom competitors just lost. So the max they can get, you know, is six points right now, or may, you know, I don't think there's not going to be any KOs the rest of the tournament. There's no way. Um, but uh, so I I definitely root for Molly. Plus, like, that's another live event right there. Damon versus Damon. Yeah. Oh the my promos God. alone for this so match, fun. people. It'd be so fun. They'll bring up, they'll be bringing up dating stories, like <laughs> embarrassing stories, what they do in their sleep stories. Like, come on, study against each other. Oh my! Yeah. The the promo will literally have Maury Povich in it. Like, I want. <laughs> All the drama. I want the tea. Spill it. Let's go. It, oh man, I love that tea. Oh, oh yeah. You know me and my. I can. I. I can <laughs> brew a nice cup. If, <laughs> that's a good one. I like that. Uh, I mean, obviously, this would that would have to be a live event. Obviously. Oh yeah. But like, even just, just to, even if it wasn't, just the fact of them having to. Compete each other, sit against next each to other. each other, sit and, next to each other, <laughs> literally right here, and just be like, Dantooine. <laughs> oh, yeah. like, just like across the so desk, like they can't break so eye contact match. even when they're writing on their whiteboard. They just have to look at each other the whole time. That would be such a fun match to watch, mm-hmm. Molly and Alex. Like, uh, that would be a hoot. I would love to see that. Yeah. God. But I can. But, uh, or a Damon rematch would also be. It'd be good. Really good. 
Either way, all- you know Nerd Chronic's gonna throw the most fire. Oh my gosh, promo for that match. You could pot. I, I he needs his own award. Like honestly, at this point, no, he because- needs to, if he doesn't get the Yodi Award, I, I'm right. throwing a fit. Yeah, we right. I will. I will throw this one back at whoever gets it. I'll hear. Here's this one. Take this one back. Yeah, <laughs> we need. Yeah, we need Eric to have his Yodi. Yeah, he's he's doing amazing, and I mean, the storylines they're putting the Adam Witz versus Molly's promo, so, uh, so great, so good, and Laura. I, I would just love to see. As much as we want Damon and Damon, I would love at the same coin. I would love to see Laura talking evil. I took down your wife. I'm coming for you. She's the dark side now. He's always been such the definition definition of a Jedi. Like, oh my god. Well, let's see. <laughs> so we still got to see what happens with this next match. It's gonna yes, be- we we do have a, we have a few weeks to go to see what happens. Um, okay, so before we get out of here, uh, we do one thing here at the end of the show with each of our guests. And so far, it's only been Star Wars stuff, but we're going to be talking. Um, it's called "What's Your IG Favorites," and basically, what's going to happen is we're going to ask you a category like your favorite movie, villain, etc., and we're just going to talk about it. You can talk about it. I know we're putting you on the spot here for these, but it's yeah. something we do with most of our guests. Um, and so the first one might be a little difficult, but it's Harry Potter related, and it's your favorite spell in Harry Potter. Ooh, favorite spell. Um trying to think i just reread the books <clears throat> um i know i said it, I just, it might be too hard and Joe's i love ex- i love i love the patronus charm uh just because they're all like they're so unique and it's like it's a very difficult spell um but uh i'll, I'll flip the question i'll say my favorite potion is uh felix felicious like okay, liquid luck like could you flex in your Harry Potter knowledge? <laughs> what can I say? Um, but no, like I, I think that's just like because luck is such an indefinable thing, and so just to just to be able to like drink like two drops and have twelve hours of pure luck, like you know the they don't really show it that well in the movies, uh, like they don't do any in the movies. Um, but just like the the day that Harry has to get the the memory from Slughorn. It's just like, <laughs> yes, Jared. Yes. Uh, turn this stupid fat rat yellow. <laughs> uh, but uh, but no, just um, I always love that. Just like this indefinable thing where it's like everything just goes your way, just like for a short period of time. It'd be really cool. Now I have to know what house you are in. I'm a Slytherin. Oh, I'm a Hufflepuff. Um, yeah, Hufflepuff. Jake, didn't you get ra- oh wait? What did we get? What did uh, you I think get? I got Ravenclaw. Yeah. yeah, I think you did too. I, think. I can see you as a Ravenclaw. I can uh, see Brian, it. you got the next one. Uh, well, I was gonna wait because Jill, didn't you want to ask if he had a Patronus? What one? Oh yeah, if you got to pick your Patronus, what would your Patronus? Unless you already took the quiz, you know what your Patronus I, is. I, I know I took the quiz. I cannot remember, but oh, I would love a penguin Patronus. Like, oh, can you imagine a God. little dude just like waddling up to a Dementor <laughs> and chasing it off? Oh my God, that'd be amazing. That would be good. Either uh, that or a wiener dog. Yes. That would be pretty funny. (laughs) Uh, Favorite type of weapon used in an inner geekdom type movie? So a wand, a lightsaber. Oh my gosh. Um, And not not including vehicles, right? Uh, Uh, It's hard to argue against magic wand, but... um, 
oh man, this is, this is tough. <laughs> it's it's not really uh, look around your room. Like, one of my favorite. <laughs> I wouldn't say like. <laughs> yeah right. Uh, yeah, I do have I do have this right here. I don't know. It's definitely not my favorite weapon, but one of my favorite weapon moments is from Winter Soldier when they're fighting on the freeway, and Bucky just like takes out a knife and like spins it in his hand, yeah. and like that's actually Sebastian Stan doing that. And oh, I get right there. Yeah, just like it's <laughs> it's such a cool moment because like it's so like you wouldn't think a, a brainwashed assassin would go for flair, but he does, <laughs> and it's just like it's like part of knife fight. He's like, whoa! <laughs> oh man, favorite weapon? That's that's tough. Um, I like uh, the 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 Tony Stark suits are hard to argue against, like with the the nanotech and stuff like that, especially because like he gets like the. It's such a it's such a small moment, but he uses the Halo sword like he makes his own Halo sword yeah. when fighting against Thanos both times, and that's so dope. But uh, <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Um. All right. Favorite superpower displayed in an in an IG movie. Oh, uh, uh, appar apparition or like teleportation. That is like that's yes. always my if if I had a superpower, that's what it would be. Regardless, like me. That like the fact that I'd be so frustrated as a wizard that I couldn't learn apparating until I was like, you know, 16 or, you know, of legal yep. age, it would be so frustrating just because like I can go literally anywhere by turning and thinking about it. It's amazing. It's the best power ever. Uh, favorite Phil. villain. Oh, um, <laughs> man, that is that's hard. <laughs> <laughs> These aren't meant to be easy. We want you to think. Yeah, about it. it's true. Um. <laughs> Out of all inner geekdom, that's tough. Uh, Who would be your number one overall draft pick if you had a choice? <laughs> oh, uh, Dan, without a doubt. <laughs> what about what about villain? Number one oh, draft pick? Draft pick? Oh, over like a draft pick? <laughs> Thanos, like Thanos or Voldemort? Like, because I mean, like they're that's I don't just know, man. Voldemort was defeated by an eighteen-year-old. Hey, only because he didn't understand the lore of magic and Thanos didn't understand how to truly use the Infinity Gauntlet. So they're kind of the same. Um, but fa I, I did love um, uh, Proxima Midnight, like part of the yes! like cool. she's, she's so really badass. Cool. Yeah, she's cool. Like I'm, I'm, I'm mad. Like I have those like those uh, those big figs right there. Like they need to come out with more of those like with because Pro Proxima Midnight was dope. Dope. She's a cool yeah. looking villain too, for sure. Yes, yes, that that like the her 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 skin or her paint yeah. was like amazing. Yeah, I like her voice. Yeah, it's kind of robotic. Um, favorite group or team? Um, <laughs> hmm. Uh, I gotta say, uh, the Spider Man and Into the Spider Verse. Oh yeah, nice. yeah. Just like nice. watching that, like I rewatched that movie for a video Drew quiz, and just like, God, that movie's perfect. So that movie's good. so so perfect, and like Peter, like even Chris Pine Spider Man, like that's my underrated favorite part of that movie is in like when they like so Spider genuine. sense each other, and he's just <laughs> like, "Don't worry, I'll help you." Like just right off the bat, like right there, oh, doesn't even yeah. hesitate to say, "I'm gonna help you through this. Don't be scared." And I'm like. That's why Spider-Man. And then like, <laughs> like you shouldn't feel you shouldn't cry at a funeral of a character you met 10 minutes ago, but you do because he was mm -hmm. the embodiment of Spider-Man. And then Peter B. Parker comes along and <laughs> just like like the the scene in, in Miles's dorm where he's like, it's, you know, 
it's a gut feeling like, or it's a leap of faith. Like you're not ready for this. And he's like, you guys don't know how I feel. And Gwen's like, we're the only people that definitely know how you feel like yeah. miles. Cause we've all gone through this, literally what you're going through right now. Oh man. That movie gets me every time. So Such a good movie. So good. All right. Let's see. I'm next. Hold on. I lost it. Please hold. Um, let's do. Yes. <laughs> yes. Of course. Yeah, we we definitely are a bunch of geeks. That's for sure. <laughs> Favorite IG character. Oh, you know, since I, I'll just say it's, well, besides I don't consider Captain America an IG character. He's just like more than that for me. So I'll exclude him because, and that's what I will say that what makes me so frustrated that WB says they can't do Superman. I'm like, bro, have you looked at what Chris Evans did for Captain yeah. America? Like mm -hmm. that he's literally Superman less strong. That's it. Like he is the yeah. embodiment of like, yeah, it's, yeah. It, it really is easy, but uh, excluding like literally one of my all time heroes. And that goes along with like Ray and, you know, like, that's the thing is that like yeah. characters that I've known for so long, like I don't think of them as IG characters, but you know, I will say Hermione Granger, Hermione Ooh. hero. And you know, I put Harry Potter cause that's like sixth grade on mm -hmm. for me. But just the fact that I just reread those books, Hermione is the effing hero of those books. Like, especially yes. Death and Hollows. Harry yep. wouldn't have sniffed the ass of a horcrux <laughs> if it wasn't for her. He would have died in the first chapter because he would have yep. said Voldemort's name. I like yep. how she had the overnight bag ready. She had the tent ready. She knew all the, the protection charms. She cast Harry with the sting hex when they get captured. She knew everything, and she's the one that kept Harry in check, like when he was mm -hmm. being a dumbass for for seven years, let alone after <laughs> whatever happens after. Oh my gosh. And Jenny is up there too. Jenny, and that that's the biggest crime of the movie is that you don't get to know any of the Weasleys besides no. Ron. Jenny, oh, book Jenny and movie Jenny are completely different people. Book yeah. Jenny is a queen. Movie that's Jenny yeah. is. Movie Jenny is uh, I kiss Harry and that's what I do because I I girl. Yes, <laughs> that's literally, literally her character. Literally it's, it's, it's such Jenny a shame. Jenny is such a strong character in the books, and she's such a throwaway love interest in the yeah. movies, and it drives me insane. Fair. Um, okay, next one. Uh, favorite world in IG movies. Favorite world. I always said the the Star Wars planet I'd want to live on is is Naboo because like it's a good mixture of like city and uh, being one with nature um but favorite world that's tough um the genesis planet before it fell apart and star trek 3 was always nice uh but, man that's hard uh xandar looked good um nowhere didn't um <laughs> yeah, tell, that's the thing is a lot of these planets that they go to in ig movies are always like war-torn and like terrible yeah. <laughs> uh, uh titan <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, like I and I, that's the thing. I'd never want to live on Coruscant, you know, unless you unless you're filthy rich, which you know yeah. is everything yeah, in all these movies that, that they're all, Coruscant, yeah. yeah, they're always focusing on the royalty. But I do feel like Naboo is like the one exception where I feel like everyone at least is doing okay. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, Coruscant, like you see the the underworld there, and it's it's not pretty in, in Clone Wars. Oh. And that's 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 why I want them to take Star Wars is like in the under underbelly yep. and like these small stories. But uh, I but yeah, I, I go with Naboo. I'd still stick with Naboo. There's a side question here too. From we have a comment. Your favorite place in Middle Earth? Oh, it's the Shire. 
if you want to live anywhere else than the Shire, you like, I mean, sure, you you can be Boromir or Aragorn and like, you know, get to know the wilderness. Middle Earth's a scary effing place, bro. It's a <laughs> scary place. Like, literally, they Riv- oh Rivendell. That's a that's a good that's a good counter right there. Or Lothlorien would be good. But I I know I'd be the one elf to trip and fall off yeah. a tree. Asgard. I know I'd be the one elf to be like, oh whoa. Oh me too. Asgard blows up. R.I.P. Asgard. Rip. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Oh, Alex, I'll take that before it got blown up. But yeah, that's oh, what yeah. I said. I was like, yeah because the empire doesn't know how to act hey we've got a small incursion going on let's bring at walkers and kill everything (laughs) (laughs) and when that doesn't work we're just going to shoot a giant laser yeah exactly Uh, Uh, favorite trilogy or Uh, lord of the rings Okay, but there you go. Yes, it's uh, like, <laughs> there. You understand. It's okay. not may, and honestly, I'd say that maybe the sequel trilogy would have come close if they had landed Rise of Skywalker, uh, but it didn't land for me. Um, uh, but uh, but no, Lord of the Rings like that. I cheat all the time and say that's my Desert Island movie because they're one movie, and <laughs> oh man, like the extended cuts are legitimately perfection. Fair enough. I can't sit yeah. through the extensions, but um, <laughs> oh, <your>, good. <laughs> your favorite IG movie? Oof. I only uh, pick one. I will not accept this trilogy as an answer. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> uh, so I'll I'll stay away from Lord of the Rings since I picked it for my favorite trilogy. Um, I oh, man, no, it's 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 not going to be <laughs> Harry Potter. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, it won't be Star Trek, even though I just I've been rewatching Star Trek, and there's some good movies in there. Um, God, there's a lot of good Endgame. You know, I gotta say, I gotta Spider Verse is up there. Oh, like, Spider Verse! Yeah, there's so many. Like, there's so many. Like, there's not a lot of wrong answers unless you pick like Green Lantern or Ghost Rider or something. <laughs> um, but we stand uh, Green Lantern on this show. We oh, jeez. I've Even Tucker Wojcicki and Ryan Reynolds <laughs> refuse to acknowledge that they've been in. Oh yeah. no, that's the thing is that I'm a Green Lantern fanatic. How Jordan's my boy, and I, like, I, I, I convinced myself that that movie was good because I love Green Lantern so much. When it came, I was like, oh yeah, uh, yeah the the the, an, the animation was great. Um, uh, they casted really well, like Tomar as Jeffrey Rush, and you know Kilowog as Michael Clark Duncan. Uh, yeah, totally. Uh, just. Uh, um but i'll say winter soldier uh i know it's like an easy answer but i mean like all the all these are blockbuster movies so it's not like they're like oh this this independent film infinity war i don't know if you've heard of it Uh, um uh but no i'll say winter soldier just because yeah shut up sean i like that movie (laughs) (laughs) you know he he decided to do that instead of lord of the rings instead of being gandalf Oh my god! Really? Yeah, he was offered Gandalf and uh, Who? Sean Connery. Oh, wow, Sean Connery as Gandalf would be really interesting. Yeah, and I mean, then I think he turned down the Matrix too. He was supposed to be Morpheus as well. Whoa! Yeah, it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be Sean Connery and Will Smith. Wow! Wow! Well, yeah. Alrighty then. Hot takes. Wow. Mistakes <laughs> yeah. were made. Huh. Very much so. And Big that's. Um, I think that's Sean Connery's last movie is *Leave Extraordinary Gentlemen*. I think so. I think you might be right. Uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, Winter Soldier with just like the message it has about government. And that's where you truly see Steve Rogers, like put his heels in the dirt and refused. Like, 
Speaking like, my like, language. Yeah. That's like he he doesn't matter what anybody tells him, he is gonna take down the entirety of Shield. Plus, it's got the best Captain America suit, it's got the best Captain America fight, it's got the best Captain America villain. Like <laughs> everything about that movie sings to Speaking perfect. my language. Jake's like uh, great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, before we get out of here, uh, we do want to drop a little bit of news uh, that is happening next week for us here on a certain point of view. Um, and I'm going to shoot this to Jill and she's going to uh, bring everybody, all, everyone who's watching a little bit of notice on what's going on next week for us. Yeah. So next week we're going to have a fun show. Should I, am I teasing this or am I just announcing what we're doing? You can just announce might as well. All right. So Give we a are backstory doing... probably. So after, uh, so the yesterday, I think we saw that Abby Friel had posted a very valid opinion on Twitter stating that the women in this community are very much critiqued ridiculously more intense than their fellow male counterparts. So here at a certain point of view, we are doing a ladies appreciation night and we are showcasing as many of the females in this league as we possibly can and demonstrating why they belong in this league, why they are dominating in pretty much every aspect of this and how inspirational they are to me, to so many others. So we're going to have a fun little ladies night up here in a certain point of view. We are getting everything all confirmed with people, but we're going to have a lot of fun. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's going to be a blast. I'm if you're a lady competitor manager, the floor is open to you if you want to. <laughs> yeah. The floor is yeah. open. It is, we are, the floor is open. This is open mic night. We want you to say what you want. We want you to, tea will be had. It will be a glorious <laughs> night. I'm very excited. Yeah, we have, we have a couple a couple guests already confirmed and we're working on a bunch more, but uh, look out for that next week, guys. Um, but for now, Ben, dude, this was awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey, thanks us. for having me, guys. It's a lot um, of fun. Yeah, absolute blast. Really, really, really happy we were able to work it out. Thank you, Bandit Brigade. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah, it was perfect. For the first live show, we felt I, like it was necessary. And it, I have it really to ask you a tough story. question right now, Jake. Where's your dog? <laughs> here, actually, here, I'll do this. Where's your dog? Oh, oh, he's dead. <laughs> there he is. There he is. Now I your final look at Kyla for the night, guys. <laughs> um, he's in every right, episode. <laughs> yeah, seriously, seriously. Um, for a certain point of view, guys, uh, you guys can check us out everywhere. Um, not just on YouTube, but we're also on pod podcast platforms. Also on Twitter, at Shmodan POV. Um, Jill, where can everybody find you online? Instagram and Twitter, Jilly Marie, two Ys, two E's. Brian? Uh, at B of Olicino on Twitter and Instagram. And I know nobody really needs to know, but Ben, what's, uh, what's going on with you and everything social media wise? Uh, to, to, uh, Ben Goddard, uh, at all platforms, I finally unified those. That was a pain in the ass. Um, but, um, uh, tomorrow me and Sabrina Ramirez are back with cocktails and casting. We're recasting nice. Beetlejuice, Tim Burton's nice. classic Ooh. movie. Uh, I just posted the cocktail, uh, online. So if you guys want to drink along and cast along with us, uh, feel free. It's a lot of fun. We argue like an old married couple about our picks <laughs> for casting and it's, it's so much fun. And I love the show. And uh, Sabrina always drinks too much. And she's like, why am I so drunk? I'm like, because I'm sipping my one drink. You're refilling your third. That's why. That's my kind of girl. That's yeah. my kind of girl. Right and that, that's why she's on the show. And she's great. Uh, and then uh, twitch.tv slash the Goddard. I'll be there all week. And SCN this week. We're getting the full crew back every yes. single day. Uh, the crew is back. So I'll be on uh, SCN every single day. 
Perfect. Whoa. Awesome. Well, there it is, guys. A certain point of view this week. Again, thank you to Ben Goddard and the Bandit Brigade for checking in on us this week. For Brian, myself, and Jill, we are a certain point of view, and we'll see you guys next week.